0: Hi, I'm Michael,
1: and I'm Jillian,
0: and we're married,
1: and run a business, and do all the things. We are Live Great Grace,
0: a company dedicated to bringing you motivated and inspiring content, courses, and coaching to help you reach your true potential.
1: Your growth journey starts here. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Live Great Grace podcast. We are so happy to have you here. It is just Michael and I this week.
0: Yeah, that's kind of weird. I mean, there's been so many guests on. I can't even remember the last time we were actually in this closet.
1: I know. I know. I think last time we were in this closet, it had completely fallen apart and... That was the end of that. But now it's back up and running. It looks like an actual closet. I I can
0: actually stretch it here. This is really, really nice. It
1: looks like not a crazy person lives here. So (laughs) that's great. But yeah, oh my gosh, coming off just a um, long line of amazing guests. And we're just so humbled that everyone would want to come on and be guests with us. And it's just been such a fun, wild ride. And now that we're coming into the holidays, it is December. We're going to talk to you about some of the things that everybody freaks out about around around the holidays, which is holiday stress. Yay.
0: Yeah. Holiday stress is, I mean, it's, you'd almost say it's unavoidable. There right. there are ways you can minimize it, but with Thanksgiving and Christmas and family and traffic and shopping and working and, and then on top of all of the other things that we do in our life, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, Totally. Absolutely. And I mean, there are different kinds of stress that happens around this time of year, and we want to talk about those, kind of break them down, and then really just help you out moving forward how to navigate this holiday season and not totally lose your mind.
0: Yeah. So we we just kind of picked the three that I guess kind of stood out to us that we notice were not only common pitfalls that we see now when uh, working with clients, but also that we ourselves were completely guilty of And made the mistake of uh, falling into the traps all too often. And the first one is one that I fell into uh, a big trap and that's financial. And Mm -hmm. so, well, basically what I mean by that is, uh, you know, so typically we have a budget that we should stick to. uh, But what we do is instead of sticking to a budget, we just start allotting people money. And then we say we're only going to spend a certain amount on somebody, but we end up spending more and... I fall into this trap because I just love giving presents to people. I just think it's cool. I don't even care necessarily. Like there is no reason, but just, I love giving people stuff. And so that's where I get into trouble the most is this one. And so what I had to start doing is realizing that I just needed to set an allotment. Okay. I'll set aside $200 and that's how much I have to get gifts for Christmas this year. It's not, well, I'll give this person this amount and that person you're just setting yourself up for you know, five, 10, 15 times when you go into a store and you're now tempted to spend more money, you know, maybe like it's, you know, you said you were only going to spend 20 on your, you know, husband or boyfriend or something. And you like see something that you want to get and it's oh, it's only an extra $10. And so then it only ends up being 30, but you do that a couple of times and you realize you've gone over budget. And so what you want to do is you want to plan. So you want to, have set aside, like I said, a certain amount of money. And then what you also want to do is if you can, obviously you can't this year, but starting next year is, uh, I started saving money every month
1: Mm -hmm. of the
0: year. So in January, I set aside money in February. And so I just set aside the same amount every month so that by December, I don't have to think, Oh, well, I only have, you know, maybe like a couple hundred bucks to spend on gifts. Like that's already taken care of. I saved the whole year for that. So I I almost don't even notice that that's coming out of my budget, because it's really not coming out of my budget. It's just a separate savings account that I had set up to be able to then just stress-free have money for Christmas.
1: Absolutely. And I know that one thing that we've done in the past is we'll even start shopping in October. Yeah, like, I have no shame admitting that I start shopping in October because then you're able to allot yourself a budget each month and you're, say, you're saying, okay, I have five people to shop for, I'm gonna get two this month with this amount of budget or whatever it is. And that way you can pre-plan because a lot of times what happens is we wait till December, we buy everything, at one time. Plus you forget that you have to factor in like wrapping. If you're going to do any kind of wrapping paper, you have to factor in shipping because a lot of times if you're ordering online, you have to get expedited shipping to make sure you get it here by Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. So don't be afraid to start shopping early. There's always times to buy something that's on sale and then just make sure that you save it for later on.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you can find some good deals in October is what I was thinking. When well, you were and then even
1: there's uh, Labor Day, which is a huge sale weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So why not? Like if you see something that you think that your sister or your dad might like, you know, maybe you buy it then and then you just plan for it way ahead of time. And that way you're not coming to the end of December when I think a lot of times too... We want to buy ourselves stuff. I mean, let's just be honest, because yeah. it is, it is yes, a time of giving, but it's also culturally a time of getting. And I know that I, too, in the past have been so wrapped up in the culture of getting and I would just buy myself literally everything and not leave enough money to a lot for my family and my friends. And it's just all about strategizing as well. Like you don't have to feel pressured, like Michael was saying, or guilted into buying a really expensive gift for someone if it's not in your budget. If someone is expecting you to get something then for you then or for them, then that's not really fair. That's not really the whole point of Christmas or Hanukkah. It's to give something that you think, someone would really love so last year what we decided to do was we shopped only from local vendors and craft fairs and they ended up being a little bit cheaper which was great but what was really special was that everybody got something so personalized you couldn't find it in a store and it was just for them and don't don't be afraid to do like sets of little things like if you know somebody loves self-care you can get them a little sheet mask and a roller and an another mask and a loofah and that is like 10 bucks right there so you can still add value to people and give them gifts that they would love without totally breaking your bank
0: yeah i mean ultimately it's just about i mean having a plan
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you just you know how much you should be spending ultimately and it's just on you to not be tempted when you're out spend more that's why i mean obviously for a million other reasons but this one too i'm a big proponent of online shopping Mm -hmm. because when you online shop you can avoid seeing the like what they suggest unless you like keep scrolling down but if you're in a store like you see everything,
1: mm-hmm, like everything,
0: everything is available to you right now. Like at mm-hmm. least when you say you order it, you're like, well, it's a holiday. So it's shipping. I'm, I wouldn't even get it for like five or seven. Like you can rationalize and talk yourself out of it. But if it's right in front of you, you're like, well, I can just get it now. Mm-hmm. It. And so then you end up spending more. And so it's just, yeah, about having a plan I, that the biggest thing, like I said, that I found for me was just saving every month. And I just, then I realized, Oh, I have this Christmas account. And uh, I think I only ended up spending $20 out of my regular money and then all the Christmas money covered. So it was like $20. I didn't even notice that's missing compared to years where like I would buy so many gifts for people or such like over lavish gifts that I would put myself like in financial trouble for a Mm -hmm. month, which is ridiculous. Like there's no reason to do that. That's not what Christmas is
1: about. Yeah. And another thing to keep in mind, like if you have a huge list of people you have to buy for and it's like family, friends, coworkers, church, friends, neighbors, whatever it is, see if there are ways that you can do thoughtful gifts that aren't crazy expensive. Like for my coworkers, I used to make homemade Chex Mix and make little bags with candy and that's what they got. With my friends, I would also do something similar. I would make cookies or I'd have them over and we'd have wine and cookies and it would be a wine and cookie night. And then that was like my gift to them. Um, And people will understand. And if you go out of your way to make something, I feel like too, it is very special. And that way you're not, again, totally breaking the bank thinking you have to get every single person like a pair of Lululemons or a pair of eggs or something like that. So yeah. Anyway, I digress. (laughs)
0: So the next one we want to talk about is emotionally.
1: Oh man, this is a doozy.
0: Yeah. How it can get stressful. And so, um, you know, the first thing I always like to talk about is like, yeah, it can be a great time of the year for a lot of people, but it can also be a really hard time for a lot of people. Um, you know, depending on your family situation, um, you know, if you've had a traumatic event, uh, around the holidays and things like that, it, it, it's, it can definitely put a different Side on the holiday, and so, um, I'm all about just be aware of what you need if mm-hmm. if it's if it's a tough time of the year and you just need you know a little bit of time by yourself, that's fine, like if there's a tons of people around like it's okay to excuse yourself and just take that time and and it's really about just yeah the self awareness of realizing what do you need? do you need that space? do you need to be around people? a lot of people what they do around the holidays is if it's a tough time for them, they'll retreat from everybody when really what they need is to be around people. And so, yeah, just ultimately knowing kind of what you need around the holidays, especially if it's a rough time of the year.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, I think a lot of times too is there is added pressure and tension because you're with so many people, and a lot of times you're with family and friends. It's all in one house, it's really tight. And a lot of times these people are some that you don't see very often. And you know, there's always that one person that you don't get along with. It's either, um, you know, Uncle Eddie over there, or it's uh, Grandma Jenny over there. And you know that you're not going to get along with them. So we've kind of developed a system over the years. This works for us that we. We'll make our rounds with everyone, but we also give our si- ourselves like time to kind of step out. And do you want to talk about that? Cause I know that that's something that you do as well.
0: Yeah. Just time, time away. So, I mean, yeah, the, the house can get really crowded. It's, it can feel really small. A lot of times this is extended family. So unless you do reunions, this is some of the only time that you see them and, it always seems to be, it's weird. It always seems to be that person you never really see, except around Thanksgiving or holidays. that like, right. you can't stand, I guess that makes sense though, because <clears> if you can't stand them, why would you hang out with them? But I mean, you just have to kind of, I always say take the high road. And so is it really like, is it the time or the place to have it out with that person or have an argument or a disagreement? And so this is one of the few times where I will just kind of, okay, you know, it's just one day, like, usually I'll say something, but. I'm just like, it's one day it's not worth having an argument over. If it's something really, really bad, then there's a better time and a better place. And so pick a different place in a future time. If there's something you really need to talk about, it'll let your emotions cool too when you talk to them. But yeah, I'm ultimately about just stepping out. I'll step out usually every hour for just five, 10 minutes, just peaceful, just by myself, because there's there's so much going on. You You need to almost, it's like sensory overload. You need a few minutes to just kind of, Take a deep breath and just relax.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if there are sensitive people in your group, or there's mixed politics or political views or religions or whatever, for us personally, what has worked is that we don't even go there um, only because uh, we If you know that you can't have an educated conversation with someone where you can just agree to disagree, then don't even go there. It's not even worth it getting all worked up because you have to remember that the point of the holidays is to bring people together to have great food, to share gifts, to spread joy. It's supposed to be a loving time of the year. And if I know that if I strike up a conversation with someone and it goes a direction that I know we totally disagree, I'm not even going to go there. And a lot of times, like, yes, with that one person that you don't agree with, it's going to be more shallow. It's going to be more surface. And that's fine. That keeps everything just kind of cool and chill. And, you know, like Michael said, it's one day and you just don't worry about it. You just go in knowing, almost prepared, you're, pre- <laughs> you're prepared for battle. <laughs> on the holidays, but it's true because it kind of protects you from getting heated from, you know, making someone upset or someone hurting your feelings and just remind yourself it's one day and then you can go back to not talking to them. <laughs> Walks are good for that too. Actually. Yeah. My yeah. family, we just adopted a new tradition cause my parents moved and we go on like a two to three mile walk and it's great. Cause it gets like, everybody gets some exercise in, we get some fresh air.
0: And people can walk in different segments. So some people are faster walkers than others. And and so then you can kind of just enjoy that with, like, separately. So, you know, it just gets people outside and out of the really condensed living and family room and kitchen and into open space, which just kind of alleviates everybody's stress, not just yours. So. Um, yeah, her parents started doing that when they moved into the city, but they used to live in the mountains. And so like, this is the city to them. And so it's like, I can go on walks and things. And so it's really cool to be able to do that just beforehand or even after Thanksgiving like this year and just kind of relax and just take a walk through town.
1: Yeah. And I would even too add in there, just have something that you all can do that you can enjoy. Like my family, we love games and it's all fun. Everybody gets you know heated but to a fun friendly level and everybody's competitive and it's like it's always a good time when we play games but we know that you know it keeps everybody busy it keeps everybody engaged and it's just a great way so you just have to figure out like what's the dynamic with your family and friends and what do you need to do to protect yourself or to just prepare for that day yeah so then we'll move on to the next point, which is physically, which we can definitely speak to.
0: Yeah. Um, so we just got over the flu, both of us. And so um, it's that time of year where it just goes around. We were talking to someone, a client of ours on the other side of the country, and she just got done having the same flu.
1: Yeah. And
0: so it's almost it's like a mist. It just travels over the entire <laughs> like country and just hits random people. So ultimately, I mean, you want to do the things that, You would do normally if you were trying to stay healthy. So you want to eat a healthy diet. You want to exercise regularly. You want to stay warm and try not to get wet, especially your feet and just common things. Uh, because yeah, if you get sick, it can really take you out. And then if you get into a big family gathering like that, where there's, you know, 15, 20 people, there's kids and things like that. and
1: elderly, people. Yeah. And elderly
0: people that can get passed on really quick. So you definitely want to take care of your health during the holidays too.
1: Yeah. And I mean, of course, that's always really difficult when there's like cookies and candy and all of these, you, maybe you go to like five Christmas parties and there's all this food and, uh, we've learned some tricks over the years. Uh, we just, decline the cookies and the candy as best we can if we know we are going to a holiday party that night we usually get a workout in that day and then one thing that I learned um, way back in the day was I will eat a small meal before we go to any kind of holiday party because it's usually never food it's just snacks Mm -hmm. so I'll eat like we'll eat a salad with a protein and some vegetables something good just because it is the holidays you don't want to totally throw away your uh, nutrition plan and your workout schedule. So just keep working out like you would. I know it's harder because it's colder, but this is like, you know, when, you know, champs are born because you're going when it's cold and you're going to go anyway, and you're going to eat the salad, just like Rachel Hollis says, you're going to eat the stupid salad because you want to stay healthy and you want to do things that fuel you. We will, we definitely splurge on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Uh, But yeah, we absolutely try and keep everything in place. Um, But yeah, this is huge for your energy levels and especially for your brain for you to really rest and repair. Uh, Make sure you're getting enough sleep. And that way you're going into the new year where you're like, oh, I have to start back at square one. I have to get back on my healthy eating and everything like that. So if you can maintain your workout plan and your healthy eating. It'll more propel you into the new year. And then you won't be trying to start from square one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are
0: our three main tips for you, as far as it comes to your finances, your emotional health, and then your physical body. And so I guess what would if, so someone were to ask you, what would be your biggest tip to reduce their holiday stress?
1: Hmm. Well, I would say that it is, I mean, this might sound kind of corny, but for me, the holidays is a time to embrace joy and magic. Um, It's a time to give, a time to be so thankful because we're just coming off of Thanksgiving. So I think if you find yourself spiraling down into that negative pit, just to remember that, like, what are the holidays about? And what does it really mean to you? Is it about getting someone that perfect present? That's $500. Or is it about like, reconnecting with family, being with your loved ones, giving back if you can? What does it mean to you? And I think that sometimes we lose that in the presence, like we lose it in there. So I think just remember really what it's about. And If you can, try and give, like donate to a charity or go to a local church and see if they have the Christmas angels. We love doing that or volunteer at a soup kitchen. Just do something where you can give and give back because I think it's a time to be grateful. And if you are alone, it is a time to be with people. It's a time to, you know, break bread and share conversation and to not feel alone. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah. What about you, baby?
0: I think for me, it would be to take the time to remember the good things about the holidays. And so that can be a bunch of different things for a bunch of different people. But if you feel yourself starting to get stressed out, like it's dumb but like I love the smell like some of the smells of Christmas are just like mm-hmm. like pine trees and like so that to me like if I feel like I'm getting stressed out like we have candles that are that <laughs> smell but we also have a tree in the house and so I'll just go and I'll go up next to the tree and just smell it and it just like even if it's something small like that or maybe it's a song or maybe it's um you know talking to a person that's like one of your most favorite people that you love Uh, you know, exchanging Christmas gifts with or, you know, whatever it is for you is just um, finding those moments and those things that you can cherish and you can remember uh, in the times when you feel like you're getting overwhelmed and stressed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think Christmas for us too and the holidays, it just brings back memories of like growing up and being a kid and sharing it with family. So just remember that and just remember that that's really what it's about. So thank you so much for joining us, us in the closet. Gotta go. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. If you like the Live Grit, Grace podcast, go ahead and subscribe below and you'll get a new podcast every single week. We really excited to announce that our website is live yes livegritgrace.com is live up and running and we are offering some coaching programs so if you're looking for life coaching business coaching or if you run a direct sales business and need coaching we have all of those available to you so check it out and we'll see you soon